Welcome to the KFA Podcast, where our mission is to keep faith alive by kicking ass. I just want to start by getting to know you a little bit. Who, who is Jessica? Um, well, um, I grew up in Hawaii, and I've lived in Vancouver for 20 three years this year. Why'd you leave Hawaii? <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, for love originally. Okay. I got married when I was really young um, and mm. he was stationed in Westport, Washington. And so okay. that was my first Washington adventure. And um, and then I lived in Santa Barbara, I went to school down there, lived in San Diego for a year and then came back up here to do coffee businesses. Okay. So I was in the espresso industry for 14 years. Wow. Mm-hmm. What had, what uh, company was this? Um, Ground Central Station was the name of my drive-throughs. Okay. And I had two locations for a while. One that was like my big one, um, and then I did coffee carts at Kaiser, different Kaiser locations. Okay. Very Actually, cool. the current KW building <laughs> was oh, yeah, yeah. one of my locations, and That's then so um, Cascade Park Kaiser. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. So what? So coffee business, what I, I know nothing about it. Yeah. What are the similarities and differences, challenges with that compared to? Well, I think that, I mean, every business is is, is relationship-based. Right. And so that it's a, it was an easy transition to real estate for me because that's what it's all about. You know, building your, your database is the same as, you know, mm-hmm. making really good cups of coffee and yeah. everybody spreading the word. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's kind of, it is very similar in that way. So when did you did you go straight from the coffee business to real estate, or was there? Yeah, actually, um, I had my last location. I had had my son. My son was two and a half when I got my real estate license okay. eleven years ago, and um, he, I wanted to have uh, more time, more time that I had control over, mm-hmm. even though it doesn't feel like it sometimes in real estate, <laughs> but um, but not like scheduled clock hours really, like you do it right. with a business, and so. Um, that it, I kept that location for eight months of my first year of real estate, and then it just got to be too much because I had sure. closings and um, in medical facilities, you know, you you can't hear people like yeah. you lose, you know. So I'm on the phone with escrow, and I mm. couldn't hear what they were saying. So I can imagine anyway. that's difficult. Yeah. So as soon as I could, I ended up selling and um, made great connections at Kaiser. Though mm-hmm. a lot of my clients actually. Um, early clients and throughout repeat clients have been from Kaiser also. Yeah, you probably had a real good network just mm-hmm. walking into the business, yep. I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Have you been primarily referral-based since you started? Or Yes. Okay. Yeah, exactly. What did the, and, and just because we have a lot of listeners that are pretty new in the business, mm-hmm. um, what did that first year look like for you? Um, well, so when I first started, I was on a team and okay. um, they were a short sale bankruptcy team. It was 2012. And so okay. we, we had a lot of leads like you that. You cut your teeth right in the, <laughs> the hard stuff. Yes. And I think at one point I had, I don't even know how many pending, but if you've ever worked a short sale bankruptcy, um, it's a whole layer of carve out fees and all these mm-hmm. different things. And so not all of them made it to closing. Right. Um, so my first year, I think I sold 13 houses. That's um, still phenomenal. Yeah, it was good. You know, and I have a little son. And so it was challenging. I would say that my biggest stresses early on, especially he's 13 now, um, was just making sure I'm like giving 100 to everything, right. you know, like being a good mom, being present, Pull, pulled in many directions. Yes. And yeah. yeah. And I yeah. think a lot of realtors feel that way that have kiddos. Totally. Well, and it's funny, you know, you say getting into the business to kind of control more of your schedule and time. <laughs> I think a lot of people that's what like the reason they first get interested and jump into the business at least for me when I started I felt like uh 
for similar reasons, I wanted to be my own boss. And then yeah. I realized I'm actually, high, you know, chasing after a bunch of people uh, and they're my bosses. <laughs> it and felt it's really like. like 24 hours a day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and weekends. And <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. How did you, so now your kid was, you said two and a half two when you first got, got in. Mm-hmm. So you probably early on didn't have to deal with like sports and weekend stuff and the no, conflicts there. I was a single mom pretty quickly into my first year of real estate. And okay. so um, I had to, I had the support network of my daycare <laughs> yeah. and some of my friends. And then I just kind of built that up, like a lot of mommy friends, and mm-hmm. um, they were helpful with me That's with great. that, you know, because sometimes you'll have showings. And honestly, I took him with me. I just yeah. packed him up and, you know, he was potty training with one of my clients. It's funny. They were on a short sale bankruptcy that we had listed on our team and he had, he was potty training. And so <laughs> he had to go in and use the bathroom and they were like, I said, this is probably going to be your toilet. <laughs> Can you use it? Yeah. You know? And they had grandkids and they were like, oh yes, absolutely. So now a lot of my clients remember him from mm-hmm. when he was little and he used to love stairs, um, cause we had a ranch, uh, stairs, oh, yeah. ceiling fans, garage door openers. That's so like awesome. we always had to take little trips, yeah. you know? So my clients got kind of a kick out of that too. So <laughs> I think that's one really cool thing about real estate. Like you can be your authentic self, right. like whoever you are. And attract room. those clients. Yep, exactly. Yeah. There's room for everyone really, right. you know? Yeah. So in that first year, do you remember how long it took to kind of get that first transaction under your belt? Well, it was funny. I was thinking about this today. I was telling a client about it this morning. Um, my first five days in real estate, um, I was in a multiple offer situation. Really? Yeah. First and five days first of five having days. your license? Yes. Well, at, at starting. And, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. And so it was funny. The agent on the other side was a seasoned agent. I don't know if I should say names, but I really like her a lot and yeah. recently told her about this. But she really impacted me and I've said it to newer agents since it's like I, I said well I'm kind of new because you know fake it till you make it sure, so you sure. want to tell people kinda. that you're like five days in um <laughs> almost a, almost at a week yeah. yeah but she was like she goes oh we're all new in real estate every transaction's mm-hmm. different um there's always something new to learn so don't you know don't don't think you're too new but she didn't know I was five days but <laughs> um but that was pretty great um to do that but um yeah it it took I would I think I closed my first one in March and I started in December. Okay. So it was about three months, four months. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. good. I had a brutal first year though. I had a lot of things go wrong. And my team lead at the time, um, Jeffy Sotelo, was uh, telling me, you know, Jess, these things don't happen to somebody in like 20 years of real estate that are happening to you right now. He's like, so if you can yeah. make it through this, you can make right. it through anything. And I think that's how my espresso years helped me because, right. you know, it wasn't, uh, wasn't my first rodeo with like, sure. you know, defeat or yeah, whatever setbacks so. and yeah well it's still still that's a really really strong first year I, I i can imagine how at least you know you probably the learning curve was pretty quick for you because you learn by experience and transactions and and i think it's like important to um I really from the very beginning surrounded myself with people who are a lot better than me yeah and I think it's really important to do that in general in any 100%. business. Um, and they've always inspired me and taught me a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, I have a lot of really good friends in real estate that are really high producing people. Yeah. So um, some people think I produce a lot, but then I feel like they produce a lot. So then sure. I'm always, you know, looking for me, it's I'm always just trying harder to be better, mm-hmm. compete with myself all the time. Yeah. All right. And what are your goals now? Nowadays, are you trying to close more or are you? Yeah, every year I, I like with... to close more than 
Okay. I did the year before. It's, you know, I'm goal oriented like that. Sure. <laughs> um, but I also realize we have highs and lows. Like mm. I've had, you know, kind of rough years sometimes. Like 2019 was an awful year. Like had a car mm. accident the year, like all kinds of stuff happened. Yeah. And life. so life. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and <clears throat> sometimes you have to, you know, really focus on different things and that success you right. know that you were able to get through hard times you know so totally so yeah and i'm actually really thankful for those years now because i've had a lot of really good years and it's like you can look back and you have that perspective sure you know yeah so then when something goes wrong you lose something seller you know you don't get your listing whatever it is you can just say well I survived 2019 <laughs> yeah <laughs> or whatever, whatever that year know? is for you yeah what was 2023 like because i know that you know what what are the number i think 30 year 30 year low on deals to go around yeah maybe even less transactions in 2008 is at least what i've been told yeah i did okay i mean i uh so did 23 transactions wow. okay. um so i mean i'm really thankful for that i guess the average is three or whatever yeah. in our area well 40 they, the numbers that just came out 49 percent of realtors closed zero to one deal last year which is crazy because you do have to i mean things happen who knows what all of it is you know like it could sure. be life circumstance also and different things can happen with people but um you want to really stay up on things we've had a lot of forms changes this year right, right. and a mm -hmm. lot of um, scrutiny nationwide really on realtors so mm -hmm. um i think it's important to stay fresh it's yeah. why like i i love i'm heavier on the listing side typically okay. and i love doing that but i um think it's really important to work with buyers too like when people yeah. just say they're only doing one thing it's you know i feel like you need to work with buyers too to to know what's going on know what what to prep your seller for totally. on the listing side and then also yeah. to prep your buyer for hey sellers think like this right you know so and then to just be up on your forms mm -hmm. and through all the changes forms changes nar stuff interest rates up and down yeah. and and all the stuff that you probably personally had to deal with in 2019 in seasons like that how are you able to protect your mindset and not fall into too much of a slump well i think like you can stay in that place for only so long you mm -hmm. know like 2019 i let myself wallow a little bit like yeah. it was rough and then i started um i kind of cleaned house friendship wise too like okay. some people that like it was hard to you know come figure out sometimes like people don't always have your best interest at heart or where yeah. you're placing your energy is maybe better placed somewhere else you mm -hmm. know and um so what i started kind of doing was like meditating like not mm -hmm not listening to things. Um, I'm a big believer in laws of attraction mm -hmm. and what you think about, you bring about. And so when you're focused on things, you're going to bring more of that to you. Yeah. And so that's what's hard about that when you stay in that place for too long. Yeah. Um, in real estate, it's like you have like this triangle, right? And at the top is your mindset, like literally mm -hmm. your head right there. And everything comes from that. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, sense of humor, stay in that, stay in that place look for joy like things that bring yeah, you joy i love that yeah yeah i and this is just me personally like when i when i find myself in seasons like that or yeah. in even just however short or long i feel like i tend to retract i think i'm a natural introvert mm -hmm. and so i kind of go into my just not paying attention to relationships not and like like you mentioned before the the importance of being around people who elevate you yeah people who are closing more deals or that you aspire to be more mm -hmm. like do you experience any of that in, the, in those types of seasons like when you're down just 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 kind of not wanting to be out yeah yeah a little bit um sometimes i'll just 
like I love being at home. <laughs> I'm kind of boring. Yeah. I posted this meme the other day about that. It's like whispering to yourself, you're still a rock star at 9 p.m. <laughs> after you take your, you know. But I, I like to be at home. I like to be with my dogs. And I do kind of retract sometimes when I'm like that. I totally know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of my friends that um, push me a little bit, like close uh, friends in real estate, they'll kind of give me like the tough talk a little bit that's, and then it kind of pushes me that's, that's great to have it's almost like you're like mad that. you know like you're you're like yeah, no no yeah, i'm not going yeah. out like that you know 100 <laughs> percent. and so um this past year mm-hmm. I, I just kind of want to touch on it a little bit because i know we're you know we're hopefully transitioning into a new season yeah. with with a little more optimism on the horizon right now I, that's what you know mm-hmm. it seems like that's the that's the talk around town and rates i think just improved yesterday is that right yeah. Yeah. What did they um, shake out at? I don't. <laughs> I was trying don't to ask watch me. it. Five. I don't. Five. I'm not was a lender. High fives. Five four. Five four. Really? Wow. Connor shaking his head. No. I thought it was sixes. <laughs> well, we know Are that the the jobs report impacted, uh, and the Fed's remarks were probably another rate cut sooner, coming sooner. Yeah, because so. he didn't do it yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but anyways, as far yeah. as 2023 went, are there any like major lessons you learned through that season? Because that's probably, I mean, so you said 11 years in the business, mm-hmm. probably one of the first like big shifts that yeah. you've experienced. Yeah, it was interesting. It kind of, you started to feel it in 2022. Yeah. It was a little bit of a shakeup. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, and rates we had doubled all, overnight. Almost. Yeah. And we had all been just crazy with the craziness of the market yeah. and you got to get there and, you know, there's 24 offers and oh mm-hmm. my gosh. And, um, to go to that, it was weird. Cause it's like, it did make me think for a second, like mindset, you know, yeah. just like, Whoa, what if right. we just er, stopped, mm-hmm. you know? And I just really feel like something I can take away from this past year I actually did better last year than 2022, just a little bit. Um, but um, let's like let's not <laughs> skip over that. That's impressive. That's amazing. <laughs> I mean, it's you you're know. probably in the one percent of. Well, I don't know, but I just I don't know. It's it's uh, I lost my train of thought. What was I going to say? Just uh, as far as lessons that you might have learned in 2023 from oh, the shift. Oh well, so it's it's I truly believe in like what I'm doing here. Like I do real do really believe that real estate is your best investment. Yeah. It's like so so anybody, even my little first time home buyer I was talking about earlier, like mm-hmm. he's building his wealth right now. Right. Like even if it might be a little bit of a crazy rate, you know, yeah. even though I think our rates are similar to two thousand right now. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um but anyway, for recent years the perspective of that. But he's building his wealth and in in one year he may have built, you know, twenty five, fifty thousand dollars of equity in there. Right. Like you just, you know, so it's really important to not keep paying someone else's mortgage. Like I really do believe that. Right. You know, so it's your best investment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. just sticking to the core internal belief yep. that this is the right move Stay for the most course. people. Yeah. Um, okay. No, that that's really that's really good because I think, you know, a lot of agents that I've talked to struggled with that because mm-hmm. they're seeing these payments and they're like, how do I convince somebody to pay $4,500 for a ranch and like that, they, they, you know, and so you get into your own head and yep. you almost, I, I've met several people who have felt guilty and have been almost talking their clients out of purchasing. Well, so that one of the things like at the beginning of the year, one of my friends was talking to me and I was kind of helping her through one of those moments. And I was telling her, you know, the average person doesn't even know. Yeah. what it is right. you know like we know it and that's mm-hmm. why we're like oh gosh that's such a high payment but like 
it isn't 1972 now. Like in 1972, know, people yeah. thought that, you know, I think the the most popular car that year was like the Volkswagen Bug or something. I remember Probably. reading this thing, yeah. it was like $1,200. And like, you know, that was expensive at that time. Like I think people's perspectives change mm -hmm. and, um, and yeah, I mean, you stay the course, like we haven't lost value here at all. Like our yeah. property values, you know, hundred percent. There's just such a climbing. shortage yeah, there's of not, homes. Exactly. Yeah. So there's that factor. And it's kind of an interesting market for that reason. It's like, it's still all the listings I've put on in recent months, except for one, which really surprised me. And I have no idea why it was like that, but they all have multiple offers. Mm. Um, I think you have to try harder you know, to make, you know, it's not just four walls and a roof will sell it <laughs> like right. 2021. Um, but, you know, just making everything, you know, clean and tidy and, you know, educating your seller mm -hmm. on what needs to happen. And um, because you're, we're still getting over lists, like we're still right. selling at lists, yeah. like, you know, it's not. Like yeah, that. for sure. No. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's still a seller's market, mm -hmm. you know, despite it the kind rates. Of is, yeah. And it's kind of just, it's funny how it kind of shook out because, yeah, the demand maybe went down from the payment side mm -hmm. and people being deterred by that, but the supply also right. equally went down because no one wants to let go of their 3% interest rate home. Right. And then less buyers, it's like less competition. So it is very true what everybody was saying. It's like you have less people right mm -hmm. now. So now is the time. Right. And then when everybody comes out, because I'm kind of seeing it now, like one of my friends just had 17 offers on wow. a house they, a ranch they put Holy on. Moly. Under 400. We're already so back there? <laughs> well, yeah. And then I had. <clears throat> In a, January. I know. That's crazy. I know. And it's funny because sellers always think wait till spring, you know, and it's like there's yeah. no time like the present because then you're competing way right. less, you know, right. with other houses. Yeah. yeah. Totally, man. That's that's wild. So, are you are you starting to think that the the market's heating up again? What what do you think this year is going to shape up to be? If you had to pick a year in the past that'd be most similar to, I don't know if I can pick a year. I personally feel internally that I'm going to have my best year yet. I don't know why. I just feel that way, and I'm going with it. <laughs> I believe you. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but I think that um, I think it's going to be a good year. I think that it is heating up. I mm -hmm. think that there's way more people out. Yeah. Um, the agents seem to be like on top of it. Um, buyers are still getting um, closing costs. Mm -hmm. um, I just put a ranch on in the Heights on Friday and um, we had a lot of activity and then we accepted an offer yesterday. So we're pending on that. And um, we're paying, we bumped up to cover closing costs, but mm -hmm. we, um, cause there's a little room on there. And we uh, are paying like $9,000 for a rate buy down for that buyer. Wow. So it's yeah. still happening and then we're having an inspection, mm -hmm. but you know, the agent wrote it for a quick timeline, you know, so yeah. it's things like that. Like they're still sweetening the deals, but it's yeah. not totally insane. Like it was like, there's a little bit of wiggle room on both sides yeah, and exactly. kind of finding a happy, which medium. I feel is really healthy. I think that's the best place to be because mm -hmm. I, so I feel like since well, 2019, it's been super hot, which has its pros and like, yeah. okay, the, everybody wants to buy a home, but mm -hmm. also you're kind of going crazy running around and having to make six offers, you know, per client to land one sometimes. Yeah. Um, and then also it, you know, it sucks when it's crickets, but I know um, it's funny. It feels better than it's funny when I first started because I was on a short sale bankruptcy team, it was like, uh, the equity listings were the hot ones, mm -hmm. right? Cause it was still coming out sure. of that whole thing. And so I was running all the time. I mean, that's why I would take my son with me to showings and stuff. It's like, yeah. I wanted to make sure my clients got in there, got to see it really fast. Yeah. You know, we had that, that gave them the best possible chance of getting the house, you mm -hmm. know? And I feel like it's just grown from there and it just, it's never slowed down. 
and then now it's kind of weird, but it's still not slow. It's just kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's not slow, like for, for a listing, you know, in days on market, yeah. it might be slow for, from realtors perspective in a different way though, because they're like less clients and less leads. Yeah, and exactly. Whatnot, like they're but... used to just running. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So 2024, mm-hmm. uh, or a month in as of today, I can't believe that. Can you believe it? That's I guess unbelievable. you just said you could. I feel like the, <laughs> I feel like we just started. Yeah. It still feels like 2023. But for this year, uh, what are your goals like professionally and, and personally? Um, well, I, I'm actually personally trying to get more strong, like do strength training okay. and try to uh, take care of myself a little bit better, like mm. not because I tend to get kind of derailed by phone calls and this sure. and that. And, and then I'll be like, oh, I'll go tomorrow, you know? Yeah. And so. Um, Prioritizing yeah. yourself and your health. And I'm a cardio and... person and I'm trying to, because okay. I've read all these things and, yeah. you know, everybody's like, you need to get, do strength training and I'm upping my protein and, you know, all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And then business wise, um, I really am working on getting a lot of listings. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course buyers um, and, yeah, I just really feel like I'm going to have a great year. What are the levers you're pulling to try and get more listings? Um, it's so it's sort of it kind of started heating up for me in the fall last year. I got really, really busy in the fall. And then when I was slower last year in I had a weird lull from like May to June, had a lot of things kind of fall out that I thought were coming and just when I thought, oh, no, you know, yeah. and then I had to like retrain my thinking really mm-hmm. fast. And then you just got to do the activity, we call it, right? Like right. Do, make the calls, reach out to people, uh, see what people have going on. Because you know how last year, and even now I'm sure, it's more of a life change, right. relocation. Mm-hmm. You know, I have to. Divorce. need to. Yeah, married, you know. had a baby, like, you know, whatever. So they're sure. needing to move and get a different space. Um, but so that kind of stuff was happening. Mm-hmm. And so I think by doing the activity, you get the ball rolling, like, energy wise too you just kind of put it out there and then um, more stuff starts coming so that's kind of what has happened and then a lot of like i have a lot of referrals um agents i work with in oregon too and Mm. um and then my uh just my database and social media too i'm you know always doing little real estate plugs in there you know to make sure people don't forget (laughs) what are some things you do because i know you're you're heavy on the the sphere and taking care of your people um what is your blueprint for that um calls uh calling people reaching out um if you are friends with some of your database and social media you can kind of you kind of keep up on their lives you Mm -hmm. know and so you know you can reach out to them through that even and be like oh my gosh i love that you know like so cool that you did this you know um to actually paying attention to life stuff and it's not just a scripted okay i'm i need to call these people this week because that's what i planned yeah type of thing okay i'm pretty like i'm into being genuine like i'm not a fake person so i I, that's why like i've never been a huge scripty collie kind of person like that i'm i'm more um I have to connect with somebody and then, sure. um, like if you read my reviews, <laughs> my clients really, like we were talking earlier about, uh, 24 hour days and whatever, uh-huh. you know, like that is kind of how I am. Like I'm extremely responsive and, yeah. you know, I return calls right away. I answer my phone. I, you know, keep up with people and like people, you know, I'll answer them at 10 o'clock at night and six in the morning, you know, like just. I'm kind of that way. I can't let a text just sit there and, you know, yeah. not answer it. So um, I think that that's just really important, staying connected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you balance that 
with like staying present with family and not upsetting them because I know that's a challenge that I feel like all of us have to deal with yeah it is it's a every year I don't do resolutions but every year I'm like I want to be more present it's Mm -hmm. like my thing every year sure and um that's something that I'm always working on like Mm -hmm. my son now that he's 13 he has he'll say little things you know to me Mm -hmm. now like mom put down your phone and I'll be like oh gosh it makes me feel bad you know like it's the worst feeling and um I just try to really focus um it's weird with phones and everything anyway you know like you're at a sporting event you're not really just taking it in you're like taking a picture Mm -hmm. you know and like we've all like kind of gotten to be in that way kind of in our world you know a little bit so I think it's important it's it's important to do those things and you know connect in that way with people but then also yeah be present yeah 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 so that is a that's a thing i'm always working on that <laughs> i think we all are I, yeah. think, I think we definitely all are but um no i and i think that's that's always been my biggest challenge with real estate i mean being younger i don't have kids yet so mm-hmm. you know it, it's a little bit less yeah. troublesome but i mean i thought i'd have kids by now my dad had me really young and uh i've almost been hesitant to in ways that like I want to be less busy first I want to be able to enjoy all the, those moments and yeah um, so that's been something at least me personally that's like almost scary for me yeah um, just because I struggle with that and I know mm-hmm. how difficult it is so it is really a challenge I know I, a lot of my friends feel that way too and then people I've yeah. known that were just absolute machines in real estate have had kids and have chilled out a little bit on it like mm-hmm. not really completely they're still them but they definitely have been great parents and kind of realize the you know, they have a little perspective on it sure so um yeah. yeah i think it's really important i mean you do, you do not get these years back though and right. i swear to god it flew by so fast i know it's crazy i can only don't imagine. make me cry <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> no no <laughs> Um, I want to go back, I know you kind of touched on 2019, and maybe that's the time frame, maybe it's a different time frame, but can you go into or, I guess, reflect on any time in your past where you almost gave up on something? And this doesn't have to be real estate related, but almost gave up on something, but you didn't. Yeah. And I would, because I, and I want to touch on subjects like this because I think there's a lot of people who, even right now, are still very close. And I think that, mm-hmm. like, we all know that the 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 uh, sun is starting to come out and mm-hmm. uh, better days are ahead, but people are still feeling defeated right now. So if you can think of anything. Any yeah, story. last year um, I was asked to be on a panel, a realtor panel, and it was mm. interesting. I was talking to a couple agents about it because at that time everybody was talking about how a lot of agents were getting out and yeah. we had this big discussion about it. And I feel sad for that, for people. It's like dream killer. You mm-hmm. know, like if you had this big dream and you wanted to do it, um, like when I was first, I would say not 2019, although that was really rough. Mm-hmm. I lost like 18 sides that year. Oh my god! It was crazy. Yeah. And then it was just a whole bunch of stuff. It was crazy. Like I feel like that was a total. Just deals falling through. Yeah. Just, yeah. you know, and then there was a lesson in there though. It's like probably nine, I believe it was nine of them came back around the next year. It was okay. just like a timing thing mm-hmm. and, you know, genuine things like layoffs and whatever, you right. know, where people just couldn't do but you know, I had it on my board and I was, <laughs> it was happening. So, you know, but you never get attached to the outcome in real estate. That's mm-hmm. lesson number one, right? Like you don't okay. count your chickens. And um, and so that was something that was kind of like my bad, you know, like mm-hmm. I had to like check myself a little bit and be like, why were you even doing that in the first place? Cause you sure. don't ever own anything until you own it, you know? Right. And then, um, so that was that. But um, I would say, um, 
early on, I think I was, I think I was like 2014. I had kind of a, like a bunch of setbacks and just kind of a weird time. And it was a different time in my life too. And, and I met with my mentor buddy, best friend slash coachy realtor friend (laughs) and I'll, I won't mention his name on here, but I asked him. And it's okay to name drop in good light. <laughs> okay, it's Harris. <laughs> oh, um, I'll just break our mic. <laughs> Harris, we Harris, love Harris. Yeah. We had coffee, and I was like, you know, do you think this is right for me? Like, and he's like, I don't know, is it? You tell me. <laughs> and I'm like, oh gosh, yeah, it is. And then, um, and so there is no plan B for me. Like, yeah. this is it. Like, it's planned. And so I think like sometimes people got into real estate maybe, or anybody that gets into anything, right, that's Mm -hmm. new, like maybe they're not all in yet, you know, which is why I didn't stay in my coffee business longer than eight months. Like I had already, I was done, you know, and I'm on to the next thing. But I would say that's the only time I ever felt like that. Even in 2019, I wasn't giving up. Yeah, I just knew that I was in a low point, mm-hmm. you know, and that I was. Do you think it's easier out. for people to give up in the beginning? Maybe not just from deal flow, but just because they're not so uh, hardened in, in the process and have seen the, the things and. Yeah, I guess, I guess that's the difference between people who succeed and fail in general, right? Yeah. It's like you don't give up when the going gets tough, right? Mm-hmm. Like you just keep on, and you got to take it as a lesson. You almost have to. There's like a Bible quote about this, but count it all good, right? Mm-hmm. Like count sure. everything as a blessing kind yeah. of, like yeah. bad things, good things. Because mm-hmm. you can't really thank God for the good things if you don't thank for the bad things. Right. Like it's all part of Well, and life. that kind of ties back to the mindset thing, mm-hmm. right? I yeah. mean, how everything's kind of happening for you, not to you. Exactly, um, yep. Yeah, uh, and you decide how, it's like your attitude, right? Yeah. Like an attitude of gratitude is important. Um, it is really important to be grateful and thankful. That's a big one for me because you can't be almost like upset even when you're yeah. thankful. Right. You know, like you can't. I be think down. that's a proven. Isn't that something? I think I, it I is think I heard proven. something like yeah. in the brain. The brain can't be both things at the same time. Both things at the same mm-hmm. time. Yeah. It's like it can't process it. Yeah. And you do just change your whole mindset when you come from a grateful place. And if you do come from a helping place, like when you're talking about making calls and things like sure. that, like if you really come. Because I am a helper. I guess it's from being in customer service forever. Yeah. Like I waited tables for seven years. And then I yeah. had my coffee businesses for 14 years. It's like I, I I translate that to real estate. Like I am in customer service. It's like a, a fancy customer service. But, you know, you're in customer service. Mm-hmm. You're, you're helping people with like the biggest thing ever. And so when you call them, you know, like when you make calls or you, you're talking to your clients, like you're really there to help them. Sure. And if you really believe that, you know, it's not faith. Right, you know, so that's where you're coming from. Yeah, and people can tell. I mean, it, I they know they when totally you're. Can tell. They know when you're faking it, and they know when. Yeah. Um, you're just trying to talk them into a deal to get a commission check because you're yeah. desperate. Um, with your mindset, how have you seen it uh, develop even throughout your life, like get, growing stronger? <laughs> I, I, this is just something that I love to talk about. So. Well, I grew up in Hawaii, and we moved there when I was like three and a half, four. Mm-hmm. And so all my friends are local, like I am the white one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. I grew up Hawaii in Hawaii. And so it was tough at times. I mean, like, but I was still determined to always, you know, be popular and have fun and sure. do my thing. And I was, you know, and um, I just kind of, I think that probably strengthened me quite a bit, to be honest. Like yeah. it, it kind of shaped me who I, like I'm I'm an assimilator to dominant culture always. So like in sales, it helps you to be that way. Like you can read somebody right away what they're about yeah. and you can 
kind of connect with them in that way because like there's I have a lot of different I always laugh that I have like duality of nature but I'm all kinds of people in one person so mm. um you know I genuinely understand somebody at different stages of their life you yeah. know whatever that might be first time home buyer mm -hmm. you know like somebody selling a three million dollar property you know like you can kind of right clue into that you know and and so that has helped me a lot with mindset um I think I would say I'm a predominantly positive person, generally speaking, like from childhood, I would say. That's really good. Yeah. I mean, you know, we all have our moments. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, as far as your ability to connect with people, do you think that that's um, given you more empathy and just understanding? From, oh, for sure. Yeah. I'm majorly empathetic, almost too much. Like there's been times in my life, um, I remember doing this with my drive-through. I've done it in really tough real estate transactions. I'll say to myself, like, I wish I could be hypnotized not to care, like just to not care so much, because I, <laughs> I truly do care. I mean, I'm the agent that's out there. You know, I was getting, we were doing Twilight photos last night, and I'm waiting for my photographer to get there, and I'm like scrubbing with Clorox wet wipes, like you know, mildew off final yeah. setting. I mean, like that's the kind of person. I like I'm sweeping garages. You know, I, I don't, um, I stop at electrical. No, just kidding. I don't do anything <laughs> like that. Um, but I do care a lot. I care a lot about the client, like mm -hmm. how they feel in the transaction, their experience in the transaction. Um, because, you know, when someone's unhappy, they're going to tell a whole bunch of people that they're unhappy. Totally. You know what I mean? But, but and right. then, so you, I just want them to always be happy with me too. Mm -hmm. And I give of myself like quite a bit for that reason. And then I like to help people through it because I know it's hard like it's hard sometimes right. like sometimes you know a husband's passed away and mm -hmm. the wife has to do all the things and yeah. I can just feel it a lot yeah. like I feel people's feelings and so I think it's good and, and bad sometimes probably you yeah. know but I can imagine just being able to connect with your clients on a deeper level like that that's probably I mean and correct me if I'm wrong but has that's probably given you a lot of success in the long run I would say your... so yeah my husband always says that He's yeah. like, if you were any different, you wouldn't be you, right. you know, so. Right. But, yeah. it, you know, people remember how you make them feel. Yeah. And I think that, like <laughs> you said, the, you know, you don't want any negative reviewers running around town with yeah. your name and spewing it in a bad way. But, yeah. um, I mean, I, I've always thought about that because, and like for me early on in my career, I, I mean, I started really young and I wasn't, I, I was transactional, mm -hmm. like for the first couple of years, yeah. for sure. Um, and it took a few years to realize like, oh, okay, not that I wasn't doing what I could, but I think in a lot of ways it was a little bit fake. Cause I was like, I want to grow. I want to get more deals. I want to do this, do that. Yeah. Um, and that compound effect, I didn't, I didn't get to experience as much as, you know, cause probably. you're in the activity. Yeah. I totally yeah. relate to that. Like, um, one thing that I've really noticed lately is I'm really my authentic self with my clients. Like, mm -hmm. like I always was like, I'm not a fake person, but I was like what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Like you're, you're, if you're not transactional, you're, you're caught up in the, in the job and the activity of it and making mm -hmm. sure everything's okay. And you've got this right. done and this done and, and everybody's, you know, good with everything and you've met your timelines. I mean, we have all these things on us. Right. right, right. And so it's hard to not be transactional. And then of course you want a lot of transactions. Sure. Um, but it's funny, I feel like in the last four years or so, I'm really myself with my clients. Like mm -hmm. I used to be more, you know, cautious about being my goofy self because I like to, you know, yeah. be funny. So you're kind of revealing more of your true self, like below the waterline of, of the just iceberg. Of business of, transaction. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, I always did, but I would withhold a little bit. Like mm-hmm. I wouldn't, you know, maybe say some things that I would say. I mean, I still, you know, read the room, of course. But, <laughs> sure. <laughs> but I'm definitely sure. more, um, more me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I love because then it just it just feels better, all of it. Have you found since you kind of made that transition that it's given space for others to to open up and create more deep connections too? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it makes things a lot more fun. Yeah. Too, which I love. Totally. Yeah, because then you don't have to be some... walking on eggshells and. <laughs> yeah. And if you can find some fun in the moment, it's always the best way. Yeah. Um, what have you? And this will probably be one of the last questions before we wrap up. But what have you experienced or found? Um, and maybe that might be the answer right there. That's led to more of a joyful life um, amidst the chaos of real estate in this profession. Um, well, I mean, I think that, um, like my family life is really great. Like I love my husband to pieces. Like we laugh so much (laughs) and we're so goofy, like just making fun of, I don't know if anybody watches Wheel of Fortune in here, but. Oh yeah. Sometimes. (laughs) I'm pretty good at Wheel of Fortune. I'm just going to say, but anyway, um, but, but we laugh because everybody's just so goofy on that show. So we have so many jokes going all the time with that. But, um, yeah, my life is pretty good. I'm pretty thankful for my life. That's great. Yeah, so I definitely, yeah, a just lot being of joy. grateful. Kind of mm-hmm. comes, it, it comes back to gratitude yeah. and that mindset. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Awesome. Well, before we sign off, is there anything, if we're, if somebody's listening to this and they maybe need to buy a home, uh, why should Call they me. use, no. <laughs> why should they use Jessica? Um, I will be your biggest advocate and um, work really, really hard to help you reach your goals. And if it's selling or buying any of that, I, uh, I, I will go all, all in on it for you. <laughs> all right. Sounds good. Any, any last words of wisdom for uh, the audience? Um, I think that if you, I would say if you're wanting to change anything about your life, like anything, I mean, it relates to anything, mm-hmm. like go for it and do it. Do it. Mm-hmm. And go all fear. in. Yeah. Release the fear. I love it. Yeah. Well, amazing. All right. Thank you. Thank you. This was fun.